0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bring It to the Runway with myself, Christian Ochoa, as always, joined by my lovely co host, Robert Mata. Robert Mata.
1: Yeah, Robert Mata. My, what happened to Mata? I thought we were going to stick with that. Was that, are we over it? Robert,
0: I'm over it. But are you? I'm not over it. Of course, I'm not over it. Roberta Matata.
1: My name is not Roberto. It's not Roberta. I'll take it all, though, actually. Did you know that a lot of my friends just call me Berta? why because it's funny as shit i don't know (laughs) why but i i I don't know i have nicknames for everyone for the most part like it's not really a nickname but i used to call you christian um and then in my head that just kind of eventually translated to chris young
0: work well i don't know about that (laughs) but um, it's not a good nickname i I prefaced it with that out of all the nicknames chrissy christy christ Ian, you could call me
1: Ian. That's a Christ joke. Ian. Okay, I I know I I get the etymology, girl. I was just <laughs> I mean, I've usually just referred to you to as, you know,
0: that bitch over there uh, at this point. As it sh- I mean, which I love my place. Well, Robert, how are you this week? How have you been, gal? Talk to me about your life. I've been good. Mostly, it's
1: been a week of feelings i've been feeling feelings all the time ew we don't like that yeah i know but they're not like horrible feelings it's just like one of those weeks where the the storyline and the narrative decided to be at the forefront and i couldn't just chill and enjoy life well what's going on
0: oh it's just you just bullshit it's not worth really going over
1: but how are you what's going on in your life
0: I mean, I've just been very busy. I was on set this week for a photo shoot. It was a very long day. So any time that I'm on set for a photo shoot for work, it is extremely draining. Like those weeks, I feel like I black out and I lose part of my life. And it definitely takes a chunk of my youth out. And it definitely depletes my energy. So
1: so we're both drained, but I think we're still going to give it this week regardless.
0: Baby, we're always giving it.
1: There's nothing that really pulls and revives the gays like an episode
0: of Drag Race. Right, the passion that we feel for the clowns is real. It's the
1: third day after fucking he died, girl. We have (laughs) resurrected. Spring has sprung, and Jesus is back. Work, bitch. Speaking of Jesus, how do you feel? of Jesus,
0: about the Bible, the New (laughs) Testament, I have so many thoughts. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) No, speaking of Jesucristo, how do you feel about cornbread dying, girl? What do you have to say about that?
1: It's honestly so rough that Cornbread died and the girls cried. I, I think it's all that Mary Magdalene, all that Mary Joseph, and all the apostles, they went to brunch the next day and said, girl, I can't believe first we lost Jesua, and now we've lost Cornbread to her uncle. She's probably kicking with Madame LeCruire right now, deciding on the best sort of uh ankle wraps to come back to season 15 with.
0: Child, yeah. I mean, I was really, you know, when I... I was really thrown off by Cornbread um, not being a part of this competition for this season. And I said, You're welcome to all these other bitches because they really, nobody really had a chance. Let's be real. Cornbread was the front runner, I believe it. The The production seemed to make us start feeling that way. Absolutely.
1: The production really, really, really focused in on cornbread, and I wonder at this point, I said something similar on Joe's podcast earlier, so uh, forgive me for the redundancy, but I do think that in some way, shape, or form, we've kind of been sold this narrative that Cornbread is the star, is the person who we need to be watching, and then they just snatched it away from us. Like, a kid given a whole Halloween bag of candy and really only gets left with two Tootsie Rolls.
0: Well, uh, I don't get that reference, sister, but yeah. You yes. ate your whole bag of candy the night of? I didn't really like candy. Never. Mm, no, candy I don't really ho, like candy muse,
1: candy Zionized. <laughs>
0: nothing to say. Um, you know, I do like candy, but I'm more of like okay, a, a taste of it. Even as a kid, I don't, I never ate candy like that.
1: That's probably good. I mean, we're like mexican so we probably have
0: diabetes in the bloodstream somewhere yeah totally i mean my mom has a whole panaderia and i've never been one to be like quiero pan dulce or like anything i just like how it smells that explains so much of your personality that to be honest with you though what that it's skinny no
1: <laughs> That's so nasty. <laughs> that it's fucking bitter and dry. <gasps> and <gasps> bitch, so I like caustic. hot cheeto. Bitch, I ate wow, hot cheeto. Wow, how you eating? Oh, of course you did. You fucking your lips have shown it. Your cheeks have also have the same fucking you <sighs> use a hot cheeto powder foundation, the Coco Montrese's spicy honey. Latina
0: cousin. Period, the hot cheeto blush. Put but we love the, it. Put it on uh, this rose shot.
1: Well, okay, if the reference was a little a bit of a UFO I accept that, but On the whole, Cornbread is gone, and uh, they spent not too much time talking about it during the episode, but enough time that we get the picture, there's
0: a hole there, and it will need to be filled with all the other girls. Yeah, it was addressed very well. I love the messages that she sent the girls. I thought it was really cute, and um, honestly, Cornbread basically said, bitches, you're welcome. I'm not there anymore, Mm because now you guys might actually get more airtime and whatever, but... How, I don't know. I feel like low-key, it is an unfair advantage if she comes back next season, which we know she is, because this bitch is going to have, she already has a platform, mm-hmm. just with a few amounts of episodes that she's been on TV. She has this huge platform. She's going to have a budget. She's going to have, she's, she's probably going to go on tour already. Like, let's be real. Everybody wants a piece of cornbread. They do.
1: Uh the good thing about Cornbread in one way, shape, or form is that she was already camera ready when she came on to season 14 right. uh, because she's been in several web series. I can't name drop them, and I'm not that studied on it. But I do know that she's been a contributing member of the Zeitgeist for a while now. So I don't know if she will have the massive glow up that, say, Vanjie did when she came back the following season, but I do agree that she I will
0: I think it's going to be more like Eureka O'Hara, but even more. Like, I see. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I always feel like, but it can also work against her because then the, pe- 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 people are going to be like, what's new? Remember
1: yeah. how quickly people turned on Silky at the, like, the preseason and then the actual season? Yeah. People were already slowly starting to, like, just a little bit because of her conversation with Jasmine Kennedy, start to slowly turn on Cornbread. So, I hope that all the goodwill that Cornbread brought at the beginning of the season <laughs> remains for
0: one, two years later when Cornbread oh,
1: returns. It
0: It will, it will. <laughs> Well, I mean, let's see. How did you feel about that mini challenge, girl? I felt good. I felt that all of the people were, well, except for Maddie, were
1: living their best top fantasy um, because let's be real, most of those girls clearly are not well-versed in those movements.
0: Yeah, well, shout out Bruno from the Pit Crew, my Libra sister. You're a doll. We love our Brazilians over here. And it was fun seeing my friend bending over for these queens. Like, I pictured it and it was hilarious did you say your friend he's a homie yeah he's an acquaintance oh you text him um i do have her number let's see it and i've dropped him off at his house before actually is it nice yeah he's 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 such a sweetheart i've totally gone out with him and stuff yeah okay yeah he's um best friends with one of my best friends roommate party yeah um so yes there's the connection if y'all didn't know um <laughs> no one knew. Why would we know? Well I'm just saying I love that. I love the highlight and the moment, like you know, that they had because that, that was that was a fun mini challenge. Yeah, actually. it
1: was fun. It was it really, it was a it was a callback to the earlier seasons where they were kind of just doing these like silly, dumb, like gay bar um yeah. activities that kept everyone
0: engaged. It was good comedic relief for um, you know, what just was announced that cornbread was no longer. Yeah. No longer with us. <laughs> Rest in peace, Cornbread. Um. All right. So I actually liked the challenge. I thought it was fun to bring back a few of the first eliminated queens. I wish they could have brought more. I feel like they should have brought one per contestant.
1: I'm so over the fact that they didn't bring back Venus Delight. <laughs> you <laughs> know Venus had something to show. And maybe everyone didn't watch season three, so it doesn't know the... Uh, or don't know the... Absurd character who I'm referring to, but that bitch had the audacity to pull off her own ponytail mid lipstick and throw it at Raja and Delta, her dream girl sisters. And I, nerve talk about nerve. We have <laughs> Venus Delight somewhere, somewhere in the world. I think she's like hiding out in Mexico or some shit. Um, but I wish you'd come back, come back, Venus.
0: Oh, yeah, we miss you. <laughs> Alexis um,
1: Mateo and her damn
0: uh, <laughs> Venus Delight, I want you to come back home, baby. <laughs> well, yes. Um, and today's episode for The Runway, the theme is Spring Has Sprung. First, let's discuss how do you feel about the theme? Did the you like theme. it? Were you on board for it? Um,
1: I heard about it, obviously, you know, it was referenced on the show before it happened and my skin tone went three shades darker. I love spring. Like it's just, I, I don't know. Summer is actually my favorite season cause I'm a Californian and I'm a bit of a sunflower, but spring is the beginning of those vibes and it's when the world just, you know, makes regular casual walks fun again i can't stand the winter it's just not it for me but your face clearly tells me that my opinions also aren't it for you
0: i mean no no not at all i'm i was just kind of trying to process what you were saying i'm saying that i love fucking spring okay well i do not prefer the warmer weather i definitely like fall. I mean, maybe because my birthday's the first day of fall, usually. I don't know if that has something to do with it. I mean, please, let everyone know so they can send you tips and gifts. But, well, yeah, September 23rd, first day of Libra. Libra season. Anyways, have to reference it every time. But I do feel, I mean... Fall in California is hot as fuck still. Oh, it's yeah. just summer.
1: I mean, September is like the Sunday of summer where right. it's still a hundred and something degrees, right. but um, we're supposed to be, you know, getting used to the idea of wearing jackets.
0: Yeah. And I love outerwear. For me, it's just, I love fall fashion way more. Fall, winter fashion, more layers, more things that you can wear, um, boots. And not that I don't wear boots year round, But I don't like being hot, I don't like being sweaty, and you know, LA has a lot of old buildings here, Mm -hmm. and they lack basic infrastructure, and so you fuckers need to stop trying to fucking come over here and gentrify shit the wrong way until they can actually fix things. Who are the fuckers? Bitches moving here for no fucking reason. Like from Modesto? From everywhere. (laughs) Well, we have business here. I, I mean, yeah, we, we we have paychecks, but, but no, I'm saying I think people rely on us here, being here. Well, people move here to just move here, like they don't they actually do, have a goal. Remember that really little really Twinkie purpose. Twink? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Let's talk about a quick story. <laughs> After the break, we will bring up a really funny Eskimo sister situation. <laughs> no, it wasn't that deep,
1: but yes. <laughs>
0: So, everybody, listen up right now. Last time, Robert and I went out together in our hometown, which was the holiday break.
1: Yeah, Thanksgiving.
0: Yes. We went out. We hit up the local gay bars in Modesto. And when we ended up at Splash, little did we know that... Well, okay. Remember, I looked at this kid and I. Ew, that kid? sounds so gross. He, Pull it back. Okay. Was he younger than both of us? Yes, yes, he was. He was probably like 23, 24. I think he was actually 25, but the face was very much super prepubescent. Like, the boy looked very young. Do you think he'll listen to this? I don't know. He, he does should. follow me on Instagram. Good. Anyways, so this is what happened. I remember him and I kept, like eyeing each other. And I remember I confided in, in our table and I was like, this kid is really hot but oh my god, I need to stop using that word. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, this this guy, <laughs> this this person, that boy over there, okay? Not that I don't look young, but I definitely looked look older than him. And I was just like, that guy looks really cute that but man. he looks way too young. Yeah. And you guys were like, mm, I don't know, whatever. So he ends up messaging me on Instagram because he had already been following me on IG. I don't know how. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I I didn't follow him back. I didn't know who he was. And so, also, he looked way better than he did on Instagram. Just to yeah. be clear. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I. We'll get to it. And then, so, I was like, okay, cute, but Robert and I are leaving, and this boy's like, oh, come across the way to another bar. And I was like... No, I'm going home with my friends, you know, whatever. Maybe maybe we can link up later. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then what happened, Robert? Well, me and my
1: sister and my brother went out to the next bar, not really connected to his invitation, but just because it wasn't two o'clock and we still wanted to function. Mm-hmm. So we went to the next place. And when we got there, uh, some bitch was asking my sister hey is that guy gay and my sister was like are you fucking kidding me look at him like (laughs) pull it together man um but at some point um as i was leaving and now it's two o'clock at this point hours have passed and i haven't really tried to do anything because i have a committed a boyfriend and we're in a committed uh exclusive relationship Mm -hmm. uh his name's ethan um i walk through uh the entrance exit space of the bar and this Twink grabs me and says, oh, my God, I've been talking to your sister all night and I just wanted to say that I like you so much and I just wanted to talk to you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so nice. What's your name? And he's like, Eat it. And, and then in that moment, I snap into I was fairly you know, drunk at this point, but I snap straight into sobriety. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going home right now. Take me home, and, and then um, I think I, d- I did say you are cute, but blah 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 blah. The, the whole weirdness of having to explain to someone that you're yeah. you're boot up, um, and then I and then I and then I basically ran home, and then I made jokes like the rest of the weekend about like the other e- because it's so incredibly, impossibly rare to find someone in Modesto who is actually like maybe in the tiniest modicum of a way like slightly interesting right uh, in a gay way right. like i'm sure there are other you know straight people there's so many people but uh, at least in this way
0: i agree so, with you.
1: then the next week i am just catching up with christian in general you know <laughs> talking about what's t what's funny and then i mentioned the fact that i met someone who has the same name as my boyfriend and christian tells me
0: i'm like wait Was it that little twink from Splash? And then Robert's like, I don't know. We met up over here. I said, that little fucker, after he had that moment with you, drove to my mom's house and we messed around in my car because two of our best friends were staying at my mom's from that night because we're all fucking drunk and we're at my mom's house and I wasn't going to sneak this little twink into my mom's and like fucking wake everybody up. Yeah, but my mom has bionic fucking hearing. Right? This woman hears everything. And this little fucker and I, you know, had our whole little exchange. Then we're... He's super cute, you know. Um, and a, a great kisser. It was oh. fun. And... um and more and uh, just a little more we didn't go girl in the car we didn't go all the way I don't like car sucks. in
1: the car in the autumn in the central valley
0: no in the so that
1: means that there was definitely fog on the windows a hand
0: like Titanic coming down the side (laughs) foolishness basically at 3am 3am in my car in the cold but my windows are tinted up the fucking into the abyss okay and um, yeah no But it was I don't like intercourse in cars for sure. And so, yeah, it was it was really funny that we had a moment with the same little twink. And in that moment, you know, after we messed around, he's like, yeah, I really want to move to L.A. And I was like, oh, yeah, what do you want to do over there? I don't know, I just want to live there. I'm like, girl, you're the problem. Like, you are the problem, and you have no purpose. And you need to understand your purpose and your reasons for why you want to move to a city. Don't just fucking move to a city because you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a very lonely town. If you don't have friends here, and if you don't know how to build roots quickly, and if you don't know how to form true, genuine relationships and read people correctly, because... It's very easy to make friends in Los Angeles. It is very hard to keep friends and actually, like, build a true sense of community here. I would say for sure, it takes a lot of intuition. It takes, it takes a lot of understanding yourself and understanding what you want out of life. Because even the smart ones, we've all been played by people. Oh and yeah, we've all been taken advantage yeah, of. So, absolutely.
1: yeah, yeah. Even when you think you're above it, someone just swoops in and tells you actually. I got you. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, bitch. Not in a good way. Not, I got you. Let's have a hug. More like, I got
0: you, you stupid fuck. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm, hey, that's
1: mm-hmm. just the way it is.
0: Oh, my God. Here we are. What is this fucking tie, sis? Tell me about this. <gasps> she, this bitch is wearing a wooden block tie around his neck. And it's like, how would you even describe this? A... As a wooden block
1: tie around my neck. What do you want me to fucking say? There's, uh, do you want me to give the exact, oh, this is cherry wood, probably harvested no, bitch. in 1949. No, bitch.
0: I'm saying like, cause it's like, it can fold, it's squares. Well, yeah, because panels. you can't make a
1: straight wooden tie, otherwise you would, it, even then it kind of critches and can pinch your fingers, kind of right. like a, like a, like a swing set or some bullshit. Uh, not that I've been on a swing set since, my god since probably like they closed down the west hollywood park by the abbey oh, not that i'm man. fucking there all the time
0: but, but i'm sure we've all been stoned like swinging there but what after like 10 night. years
1: ago it feels like well True. i don't know about 10 well, well a long time ago at least five it's been a while yeah. since they closed that shit down but um anyway even since i've been at the abbey it's been probably like five years but um regardless I think at this point we should probably eventually now get to the runway. I think we've been shooting the shit and the girls are waiting because spring has sprung
0: and <laughs> flowers are ready to be shat on.
1: Absolutely.
0: Or After- praised. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to critique the beautiful looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if the girls don't know, no, listeners, we no. started a UK versus the World series for Bring It to the Runway, so make sure that you're also listening to that. The show's fabulous, it has exceeded my expectations, and it's obviously, it's like become one of my new favorite shows.
1: Oh, I thought you meant you exceeded your own expectations for recapping it, or The Runway rather. I did, too, because it was fun. Well, speaking of, actually, I have a bit of a bone to pick with you. Pick the bone, honey. We love a bone. The fact of the matter is is that when you rang me up on that random weekday night and said, bitch, let's come record, and I said, absolutely, let's do it. I said to myself, "Mm, why not? Why would I not be there for the premiere of UK versus the World? Of course. It's only the most important night in drag that no one paid attention, not fewer people paid attention to than should have, uh, in my opinion, but... Uh throughout the gig of getting back together with the girls. Marcos was there. We had a great time, and I got caught up in the spirit a bit much, and I made a tasteless off-color joke about uh Princess Diana <laughs> that maybe was not uh, the most sensitive thing to say I by any means. You didn't
0: make a joke about Princess Diana.
1: Well, I referenced the fact that she died in a brutal, severe, violent manner that isn't always funny to people who have reverence towards Princess of Diana. I think the joke that I should have made was seeing Baga's look and said, hmm... I thought the people of the UK had respect for Princess Diana. Why would bag of chips run up in this? But instead I went for like the teen edgy joke that was probably not the best decision. All of that said, I said what I said and I don't stand by it. What actually. was the joke,
0: Robert? What was the joke? So I said that let the listeners
1: know. I'm not repeating it actually. They can go listen to the other podcast uh, because you decided <laughs> to leave it in there even though I asked in at least <laughs> three, four, seven, twelve 12 different ways to remove it because I knew that it was was you know tasteless and not something that other people necessarily wanted to hear i don't think it was a bad joke i thought it was
0: hilarious But it is what it is
1: um controversy aside i do need to know that girl i need to trust you about the things that i say about the joke
0: though who got offended well no
1: one yet but the fact (laughs) of the matter is is that i personally honestly am a touch offended so um it's, well, pick the bone, bitch. I picked the bone. I said, girlie, if I tell you that I don't <laughs> want a joke or a stupid bitch part to be aired, I would like it to be cut. Otherwise, I'm going to have to sit here all shy and demure and not give <laughs> any opinion for fear that I can't at least edit out the the admittedly um, harsher, uglier parts.
0: Well, listen, it's all fun and games. You weren't joking about the doll. We all love Diana. Of course. Yeah, you were just referencing what she looked like after her tragic death.
1: I have never given that one bit of thought, actually. I wish that I had referenced maybe someone from Final Destination, um, because that would have been a much campier, sillier, lighter joke than something that happened, unfortunately, to a very real person who's beloved by many.
0: Right. Okay. Well, anyhow, we are going <laughs> to move on and start going over the looks from the runway, starting with Miss Georges. Georges is wearing a mint, super corseted, mini dress. Just a straight bust line, straight hemline with a pretty dusty pink feathery boa sleeve situation. Um, and I think there's like butterflies or flowers that are, you know, glued on the pieces of tulle for her dress. And she has butterflies um, in her beautiful updo. Robert, how do you feel about this look? I think it's a really nice
1: pastel Mm -hmm. moment. Because it was at the beginning of the runway, I thought maybe for some reason or another that this was going to be like the rare example of a pastel moment on the spring runway. Obviously, I was proven very wrong because it was really night of a thousand pastels. Um, But the effect is lovely. Georges looks... Like, she's having a great time, which she always does when she stomps the runway mm-hmm. or lip syncs later. Mm-hmm. But, uh yeah, I mean, Georgia's killed probably like six or seven different ostriches to get all these feathers for all of her various looks. And do I love ostriches? Do I feel bad for the ostriches?
0: I'm not a vegan nor a vegetarian. There's an ostrich farm near where I live. Is I don't know if that's ethical. And... I know. I don't know what they do with the ostriches, but ostriches are not that this like excuses the Wait, is that a real like word ostriches? I think it's os- ost ostrich? <laughs> <that> ostrichi? Is it ostrichi? Ostriches? <laughs> Whatever. The plural ostriches? of
1: ostrich um they like spit and chase and buck mm-hmm. and kick and do all that bullshit. Again, not that this excuses the uh elimination of ostriches in plural but i oh, like that's redundant but hey uh regardless Georgia looks great i am still seeing selena i'm sorry i know that i've said that for the last several episodes and it's boring to say the same critique but it's almost it's boring for me to experience it from Georgia every time
0: okay well how do you say ostrich in spanish
1: why are you asking me bitch
0: Avestrus. i just love that word
1: how do you say that in uh plural
0: <laughs> um, I think Georges looks exceptional. She looks like a cute little cupcake. She's one of my favorites of the night. Um, I like how effective it is. It's a very polished look. Head to toe, absolutely gorgeous. She's so petite and just looks like a cute little teacup cupcake that I just want to eat. I referenced her in the past
1: as giving nothing but short Thea energy. And I just love knowing that my Thea's
0: spirits, well, they're still alive, but their spirits are also bopping around the main stage. The no, I don't have a Thea that's nearly as cute as George's. That sucks, man. <laughs> What's your life like? I don't.
1: Oh, my God. I got like four. Maybe a cousin. But I also but... have like 15 Theas in general, so I got plenty to you so know choose from. We. I love them all.
0: Moving on, we have Miss Carrie Colby giving us this human... Flower bouquet situation. She, I think, really took the critique of being ugly. Really, like, uh, she's really trying to apply it because her makeup is abstract. I wouldn't say it's effective. I think I would have enjoyed this look more if her face was the Carrie Colby face that we love. Because... You know, this was the first time I was a little let down by this contestant. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not that big. Of, I like the concept, but I'm not a big fan of this look. I think it looks very DIY, too crafty. Um, and I think I really like it from the waist down. Um, I wish she would have incorporated that color palette more. Because she has on this emerald green sequin skirt with these big... Uh, fuchsia flowers on it and then from the waist up it's like this I know that she's meant to show like this brown paper wrapping situation Um but I just yeah I don't like it I don't really like it and it's I see the reference it does kind of remind me a little bit of like Rei for Comme des Garcons with the flower situation on top but it I I didn't really like it. It looks too hodgepodge.
1: I'm so disappointed that you don't like it. I
0: because, don't like it
1: because I wanted to disagree with you so bad. I wanted you to stand her no matter what. I wanted there to be tension. I wanted there to be a battle about um how much unfortunately I also dislike the look. Um I 100% agree that under uh, from the waist down the emerald green which Honestly, it's always going to be a win for me. I'm mm-hmm. sorry that I'm uh, so single-minded like that. But I do love the, the lilies and the green mm-hmm. uh, scum pond. Is always something that I'll remember when I know you don't like her that much, but I'm going to bring her up this week again. Oh, she looked
0: absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I know yeah. what you're going to say.
1: Yeah, the Valentina as the Diana Ross reference the Big it. Hair Runway. One of my so favorite looks. So fucking yeah.
0: Good.
1: Absolutely. Gorgeous. Um and Carrie gave us a part of that, but you know, obviously she didn't need to give us any bit of that. Uh but from the from the from the top up it it kind of looks like a uh sort of a Beyonce pregnancy shoot gone wrong. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not in a way that really compels me to go to buy my boyfriend flowers for Valentine's Day. Maybe I just need to hold off on flowers for the year because this reminded me how just chaotic they can truly look. if not assembled correctly.
0: Right. Completely agreed. I like what she posted on Instagram way better. I like the hair that she wore on Instagram with this more. Like, that looked more like the Beyonce pregnancy shoe that, like, she was actually trying to serve. Do we give her props for getting out of her comfort zone, so to speak? Absolutely. I mean, it is... I do like that she showed us that versatility. Because she gave us fucking full-on Versace last week, and then she's (laughs) giving us fucking craft, home, home, home ec and shit this week, so... Work, bitch. Glad that you also shop at Michaels for your attire. Okay. Next, we have Angeria Paris Van Michaels in this sunshine yellow dress that was inspired by Cardi B with this, like, see-through panel in the mid-middle um, along the waist. It's like a corset with a shit ton of flowers glued from the hips down to the floor. What did you think of this look? I think that it is
1: straddling the line between a pump and a dump. You remember pump and dump? Those girlies? Uh, But I don't know. I know. We're always, (laughs) do we love it? Do we hate it? Will we do it? Will we not? Will we pump it? Will we
0: dump it? We keep
1: the girls on their toes. (laughs) Um, But Angeria, who usually keeps me on my toes, kind of disappointed me this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The judges brought it up themselves that the fit was not right around the uh, chest region. I feel like that's a nice politically correct way to say that. I'm not sure. I don't know because every, who knows what you're going to post of what I say next. But Angeria, the wig didn't 100% fit the way that I would expect. Angeria's usually pageantry, um, you know, updo's to fit.
0: Polish. And, yeah.
1: uh, her makeup was good, but nothing stellar. And everything else just kind of felt, uh, a little, uh,
0: float actually yes definitely rose bowl parade vibes precisely and not in a good way because i love flowers and i love gluing flowers onto shit and i think but it's very easy to look very diy and unfortunately i don't really like this look i think it's just fine but for her i'm sorry that i have high standards for you girl i think you're absolutely stellar so i didn't really love this i was not a fan I'm going to dump it.
1: Yeah, I think I'm also going to dump it, if only because it reminds me of too many New Year's Eves where the girls have gotten too lit and you need to scramble and pull something together for the Rose Bowl the next
0: day. Right. Next, we have Miss Deja Skye, the Easter Bunny from Fresno herself, giving us this baby pink peplum-like top with this, like... Let's call it what it is. They look like loofahs on her sleeves, like baby pink loofahs. She's cinched in with a pastel yellow belt, patent belt, and she has on these lilac trousers. What did you think of this look?
1: I didn't hate it, I think, as much as you do. I think it looked much better in motion to a degree. you said I hated it? I just did. Yeah, don't assume, bitch. I'm not assuming. I just said what you just said.
0: I didn't say that I hated it.
1: Everything that you said was in a tone that portrayed utter disgust.
0: Don't assume based off of my tone, bitch. Oh, so
1: you have mysteries wrapped up in a tone? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I will take a moment from giving my Donnie Darko dissertation about her headpiece and ask you, (laughs) how do you feel, Christian? Let's wrap it up. How
0: about let's verse this? Listen, I like... Okay, the top half from the yellow belt up, I like... And I do like the bottom. I just don't think they work together. All right. I think there could have been more harmony there. And maybe if the top was a little longer, it would have made it more impactful. I think the proportion of the colors are throwing me off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think she looks hella pretty. I hella like her her hair. Um I think the wig is gorgeous and I love that she calls herself the pastel princess. Um but I feel like she should have gave us more of that pink thing that she has in the middle. Um I think that would have been more effective. Not that I don't like the pants. There's just something that's not balancing for me. I can see that. Yeah, I can I can follow those critiques uh in a way that
1: is sensible. The effect is fairly neutral to me to be honest with you. I don't know why I was defending her so ardently, but hey, I know, that's why I'm like, wait. <laughs> but I do love the Darnie Darko headpiece. I don't like I just think it's fucking hilarious. Why did she come out in that? Like she must have known what she was doing. Easter everyone Bunny. had a everyone well, yes, but everyone had a crush on Jake Chillen Hall when Darny Darko came out and everyone of the age general age group that we are with we share with Deja Sky also probably knew that movie which is you know angst teen incarnate so
0: girl i don't know that fucking movie because
1: i don't think you were ever an angst teen yeah i was
0: you were too busy up your own ass to be angsty girl what's the tea girl and you weren't who was up your ass myself exactly next I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but I think it was my favorite look of the night. Bitch. It's Morpheus, Morphosis. I'm so fucking shocked that I like this. Um, of course I hate her makeup. I I even hate her makeup. Her I love that That's her face. That's why she is, was hiding it. I know. I love that her face is covered and I could still hate on her makeup because it's that bad it comes through. But it is my favorite concept. I don't think it's the most original concept, but I think her execution of the concept is sick. Um this poofy gray mushroom like cloud it's giving me hiroshima atomic bomb on top and she is <laughs> dripping a swarsky beaded fringe from literally like the face down to her toes down to her wrist i love the movement i love the color i love the way the lights hit this um, and I even liked the way she walked out to it and like her awkwardness kind of actually worked with this. I think maybe the movement of the fringe helped disguise that. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to hating what she does next week. But for this week, Maddie Morphosis, congratulations. Ding dong I would have adored it, adored it, adored it. Uh, Adored it Delano or?
1: Yeah, yeah, no. You know, I pass through Delano every time I have to drive back to L.A. from the hometown. Of course. and I always
0: think of her. It's a little
1: cackle every, just a slight cackle every every time. time. But, uh, I mean, it's a concept borrowed from the painting Goddess of Depression by Victor Nazarenko, I think. So I don't think it's
0: borrowed. I think it's inspired.
1: Uh, I think it's actually directly pulled by from and the Vivian did a very similar look on Drag Race UK Season 1. Uh,
0: when the fuck? No, she did not. Yeah, she did. When? I would roll the tapes if we had tapes, but... Producer, producer, please pull this up because I'm not believing this. It's the Vivian Drag Race UK Season 1. Was the, what, what was the theme? What
1: was the theme? Exactly. Actually, I, I actually... So a, a lot of people really vibed with UK Season 1. I did not like it. Oh, I, didn't, I loved it. I didn't like... Mo- almost all of those queens like it just <gasps> I know I know I'm sorry which makes like I, I liked blue and I liked uh, Cheryl a certain amount which you know came out in my uh, UK versus the world uh, reviews a few days ago but the girls on season two
0: were a lot better though like yet, the I mean, but there's
1: like no there's no competition there right uk season one everyone likes to say oh we're like we're british and you it's a sense of humor that you don't understand it's like i understand when bitches are cracking jokes that's not what the problem was right the problem was that i just didn't vibe with the girls yeah. that's personal
0: but you know it's also like castings always rushing especially the first season they don't do the the best due diligence at casting the best of the best there unless you're in spain T, bitch, because Spain was lit. Spain was even a young talent that they got, like Sagittaria. Yeah, you are almost a paint by numbers of Aquaria, and uh, shit, almost, you almost to,
1: named herself entirely so. But I still enjoyed her once I got past. Totally
0: that. same, and I completely a- adored her. And I'm like, holy shit, you do have a level of polish that is kind of great for your experience in it. But it also helps that I mean, that canvas girl.
1: True, it's it's a somewhat easier canvas to work with. But uh, I stand by the fact that not only has this been directly lifted from a painting, but the Vivian already did it. I do think Maddie did it better, though and that's not just because i have a certain bias against the vivian.
0: Well, Maddie answer. made it made it well enough that it completely made me forget and not even realize that the vivian has done it before because clearly whatever the vivian did, not that i can remember at this moment, but it's just i'm sorry but yeah, work Maddie, go off bitch. Next we have Jasmine Kennedy. This is another one of my favorite looks of the night. She's wearing our lovely um color combo which is extremely flattering they're complimentary colors she has this like lily pond fantasy with this emerald leaf green corset that she said she made herself Um, and even though it's not like the most unique or innovative in terms of outfit she did it really well and it looks really great on her and I think it was very effective she bedazzled the shit out of it And then she has these, like, lilies, flower situations on the cuffs of her gloves. The gloves are matching the green of the corset, and she has the matching bottoms for it, too. And I think she looks really good. I don't like her makeup, and I hate her hair. Um, I wish she gave us her makeup and her hair from the promo in this. I think she would have looked lovely if she did, like, a blonde snatched high pony She would have looked better. She would have looked more youthful. I hate the way she's painting here. She looks very old. Just very old. It ages her. Which is so sad that RuPaul called
1: her a younger version of
0: Alyssa Edwards because
1: I fully thought they were like classmates in this age group idea.
0: If that, I think Alyssa looks very youthful in
1: drag. Alyssa looks great in drag. Yeah, she looks
0: extremely youthful in drag. So I'm not really feeling the mug or the hair, but the outfit in itself is really pretty. Um... Even though it's not innovative, it worked really well.
1: My first impression was uh, really not positive. I just did not vibe with it. I thought it was, yet again, another Jasmine Kennedy nondescript basic dancer girl look. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I spent a little bit more time with it as I paused it and, uh, you know, scrolled through my text messages. And I decided that, one, I love the fucking green. Right. The color palette. Green is my favorite color. Same. in, In, like... Certain shades, but typically the darker shades, but this this, this fulfills that brief. Um, and then I also, you know, did a, a touch of research on it, and apparently Jasmine Kennedy had always dreamed of stoning a corset. You know, very uh, Delon- Denali, always, you know, loving chandeliers. But I guess she always wanted to completely stone a corset, and she had taken leftover jewels and... Uh, crystals or what, whatever else you want to describe them as from every other look that she was putting together for things that she had to do and eventually compiled them into this completely beaded, bedazzled corslet for something that she wanted to do. And she corselet. really,
0: did I say corslet? You said corsela.
1: I said corsela, The <laughs> rock water type, but. I think I like it now. It's just a great performance look, yeah. and not a stunning runway look.
0: Well, it's just not innovative. It's stunning. It's just not innovative. I and think, I think because it looks like the other things that she's brought.
1: Yeah. Well, know? yes. Yeah. I, I, it's 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 just kind of tired. I almost yeah. wish that she um, had grasshopper blades to pull Ooh, out. That would have been one. that
0: would have been sick. The, but that's that's why I said it's the styling. The styling is yeah. old and stale, and that's why she should have done like a snatched high. Platinum Blonde Pony and a fresher blush. Like, I don't know why she has to give us this, like, weird blush pattern. It doesn't look good.
1: No, and she actually didn't really look very good during the challenge either. No. There there was... uh, Someone told her many lies that day and the day
0: before because something was not connected. She told herself the lies. Next, we're moving on to Orion's story, giving us House Bunny... Um, and I wish she would have channeled Anna Ferris a little bit more because I think from the clavicles down, her body looks amazing. The outfit is super basic, super simple. I mean, it's just plain ass lingerie. Um, if she would have styled it well, uh, from the neck up, but I'm sorry, she doesn't know how to do her makeup well, doesn't look good, and the fucking wig is heinous, as we will see later when they're lip-syncing, um, and the bunny ears were underwhelming, I wish she would have gave us a more avant-garde bunny ear that wasn't so Party City. But Darnie's Arco again? Well, anyways, I really liked the concept, I did not like the execution, what do you think?
1: I think that I cannot believe that I'm about to come to bat for the eliminated queen, but I was surprised at how much I enjoyed this runway from Orion. I thought I did not expect like a casino bunny girl look from her, uh, even though I guess it kind of makes sense in her general frame of reference, but uh, it just didn't seem like something that should she would bring out this early. Uh, it didn't really seem like someone's sh- something she would bring out for spring, but I think she had a great time doing it and, I have to say that her stoner eyes and the half-lidded look really, really, really worked for this.
0: Wait, yeah, actually, now that I'm looking at her makeup from the side profile, I actually like it. She does look like a cartoon, like in a good way. Well,
1: yeah, you love cartoons, apparently.
0: Yeah, I do. Who doesn't? And, but the wig. It's probably the wig that I hate. The wig is a little lopsided mm-hmm. and could have been, uh. It's super. They could have
1: added more volume to it. It just looks like, well, uh, not even. Sure. And just... the, the
0: ombre is a bit strange. It just looks cheap and super, like, messy. It looks very mop-like. But-, but,
1: but generally, for context, like, I'm not a queen, or not a person. I'm not a queen. I'm not a person who really loves when a queen does um, hosiery. Yeah. And I think that this look actually really gave me a version that I really enjoyed. I I thought it was fucking hot. And I generally don't think that about Orion.
0: I didn't think Ooh. that Orion was sexy. She's giving you the Pangina fantasy where I'm, like, so turned on while she's in drag, Whoa, out of drag. you oh, do that. Ugh. Pangina. I live too, actually. Let me penetrate you. Let's have a verse situation. She did situation. say she's Penetrate great. me and I will penetrate she's you. She's good
1: at taking critiques and she's good at taking penises. Oh,
0: please. And if that's what you're fuck. offering. I would love to flip fuck with Pangina heels. Moving on, we have Miss Willow Pill in this dollhouse situation. She said little house on a prayer or some shit. but Little house on a ferry. Little house on a ferry. Um, if we're being real, so she has on this birdhouse dollhouse situation as a birdhouse i think her um makeup is so effective for this she looks like a little doll like she looks like a young little baby doll Mm -hmm. and i love the color choices she used to paint the lip the eyes the cheeks and she's wearing a very simple teacup dress i don't like the dress that much it's very very plain very simple very basic but I do really like this concept, and I think she sold me when she turned around and it said help in blood. I was like, yes, bitch. I love a good edge, and th- this is what I love about this contestant. Yeah, I don't think anyone paid any
1: attention to the dress, and that was, I think, or uh, Orion. I think Orion probably knew that, too. But Willow Pill probably knew that no one was going to be looking at the dress. They were going to be paying attention to what she was going to do in the house.
0: But if head. she didn't half-house the outfit it would have been way more effective. It just would have been a much more effective moment, and it would have taken it from, like, to me, this is B-plus right now, B-plus energy. If she gave the same energy that she, like, to the full look, I would have been like, oh, my God, bitch, yes, mind blown. This would have been more for me.
1: I could see that, but I do think that she really wanted us to focus on her... Uh, you know, her bloody. You could you know, still give us a better dress. dream. I'm
0: not nightmare. saying you have to give us a more extravagant dress. I'm just saying you have to give us a better dress.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to argue that it, the dress could have been better. But I will say that th- she didn't want it to be better. It was an intentional choice to, to do something simplistic.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, she, I mean, but uh, that being said, she looks great. She yeah. did great. She, she does one, had of, my one of my favorite looks. Yeah. yeah. I think her jasmine kennedy and george's for sure um who's and uh maddie Morpheus. well
1: we're not done we have yeah. a couple more girlies and then we have i know but eliminated think, girls yeah, but,
0: or not the the first
1: the first eliminated girls i should say
0: yeah but out of like the other girlies i didn't really care for their spoiler lives, you know alert know girl keep going yeah dia in this monarch butterfly peachy sherbert dress hate the makeup hate the look very cheap looking Um, my favorite thing are the basic pleaser heels that everybody has. I thought the little pixie cut is kind of cute, but she looks messy as fuck. She just has a bunch of orange fucking ribbons tied everywhere and butterflies glued to her tights. It's not cute. I don't know. This is not fun to me at all. It just looks messy and dirty Well, shitty.
1: I'm happy that she took a different, um, color palette than the rest of the girls with their pastel pink and green and i'm always happy to see a pixie cut on a supposed pixie uh, i don't know why that brings me a certain amount of like sort of harmonic joy but you're right on the on the whole it, it it does feel a little thrown together i don't think that the accessories which were done by crystal method were done in a way that behooves crystal method i don't think i should know that she did them because it's nothing that i would put on my resume but hey
0: right Well, I mean, nothing—I don't think Crystal Method ever really gave me a look where she looked polished or, like, super strong. I thought some of her concepts were fun, but she always looked cheap, not in a good way, not in a fun way. Like, she just always looked so DIY and dirty and just messy. Dirty! Her Her makeup, yeah. It just looked very rushed. But maybe because on drag race, they don't have as much time as they're used to for getting ready. Because, bitch, I do take a sweet, I take my sweet ass time to get ready. And if I was getting, when I have been in drag, I'm like, bitch, like, I need time. I need environment. I need, like, peace. You know what I'm saying? Um, That is so funny that we're talking about this because my gay just texted me. What time should we, what time, how much time do we need to get in glam together? So you could go tonight? to the premiere of Heart? No, I'm not going to that shit. You are a WeHo girl. You I'm not it. going to that shit, bitch. You live in West Hollywood. I don't. I live on the East Side. Technically, my Los
1: Angeles is in or my address is in Los Angeles.
0: I had to be stuck in fucking bullshit Hollywood traffic to get here. So you live in Hollywood. The Magic Castle is down the street. The Hollywood Bowl is a little bit further down the street, bitch. This is West Hollywood. Well, don't dox me,
1: bitch. Let me live. Dox this you don't pussy. even know what doxing is. I
0: don't. Anyways, moving on to Lady... Wait, did you like it or not? Pump or dump? Oh, uh, no, uh, dump
1: uh, for however it's long. It's orange using that
0: Sherber popsicle dump for me. But
1: I, it was, uh, but I love the, the color. It was the opposite of Jasmine Kennedy where I actually pumped it initially, and then I really looked at it, and I was like, wait, what is going on here exactly? Um, and then I pulled away and said, I'm sorry, diabetes. I don't know why. Yeah. But I dump it. It's not it for me.
0: Next, we have Lady Camden in a shittier version of what Victoria Scone gave on UK season three. Uh, three, but I completely disagree with you about it being a shittier version. Victoria Scone absolutely did it better. Victoria um, Scone
1: added like a few shoe boxes wrapped in the same wrapping paper color tone as her dress and called it a day. She had very little to add to a high tea breakfast spread. Explain
0: to the girls what we're looking at. Lady Camden is wearing this Mad Hatter fantasy. She has on this teacup on her head. She has on a short, like, Did grandma's you couch what fabric you dress um, with, like, a big hoop skirt, giving it this wide illusion silhouette. But it's short, and she only has a few adornments on the skirt, and she's looking like a... Clearly, the effect is to make it look like the cover of a table to have tea on. And I love the concept. I think she looks gorgeous. I wish the skirt hit the floor. I think that would have made it more real and would have elevated it for me. It took me out of the fantasy. This is, again, another miss. Just by not paying attention to details. Sis, the dress is still not a nice dress. We have to acknowledge... It's a great concept, but her execution of the concept is still bad. And um, I think she looks gorgeous. I love her. And I've loved a lot of the looks that she served. But I think this... I can't fully pump it because it just looks unfinished to me. And the bottom half really took me out of the fantasy. No. I'm going to walk away and piss while you tell the girls no. what you loved about it.
1: No, I'm going to scream at you over from this direction Screen while you go pee. But the fact of the matter is, is that this dress did not need it to hit the floor. Every time I see a dress that... or Excuse me, I'm going to pull it back a second. Every, every time I see a table at a networking event that has fucking tablecloths that hit the floor, I say to myself, how the fuck am I supposed to hang out and kiki with these people for a few hours and pretend that I'm interested in their personal and professional lives? Then everything's going to be uptight and fucking several fingers up their ass about how fucking cool and professional and interesting and engaging and philanthropic and entrepreneurial they are. I don't give a shit. If the tablecloths hit the floor, it's the single sign. It's the only sign. It's all that matters, actually. And I'm happy that Miss Lady Camden's uh, dress did not hit the floor for those same reasons, because I think she was just coming out on a nice spring picnic and wanted to let the people know with actual food on her dress. I'm sorry, Victoria going but what you served was lackluster. And I still don't understand to this day why you won that episode. Well, no, because UK three was a horrible season and the Queens were really not serving, uh, which is, I think a commonly held opinion. So, um, I, I, think that this, plus the little silly little, you know, glitter reveal um, of the streamers that she did for the actual tea when she spilled it, Lady Camden I'm refer- referencing, was a much better cohesive look of the same concept that Victoria did.
0: Anyways, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't a full pump for me, so I'm dumping it. I, I liked the concept, but I didn't love the execution.
1: I'm pumping it. I don't know that she could have added much more to it. A skirt that hit the floor.
0: I disagree.
1: I just went on a whole anti professionalism rant, so.
0: Work. Well, next we have Miss Bosco. (laughs) Bosco is wearing this platinum blonde poodle like wig, short. We have the pump in the front, the curls going out. Then she is in a little dust cloud of tulle ribbons and a lot of shit. When she walked out in this, I said, This is so fucking ugly. I'm so disappointed. And then her reveal was a pretty seamless reveal into this little yellow ray of sunshine. I don't hate this. I don't love it. I think if it revealed to a prettier dress, it's a great concept. It's just not as impactful. What do you think, Robert? It was a fine concept that would
1: have been much better if it went before Matty Morphus's where we were already given a version of a storm cloud. But the reality is, is that Bosco's kind of looks like Rosé's busted ass tool look from last year. And, a rose comparison is never a good comparison to make.
0: Oh my god!
1: And Bosco's finishing dress is just something that Lemon probably wears on a Thursday night to bed. I just don't understand <laughs> why we're um, trying to portray this as the sun when it's just yellow. There's no other like sunny day element here. It's just kind of basic. I Am know. Am I that, giving
0: the sun today? And you're my giving. Ray of sunshine you're giving moment. Kill
1: Bill, and you know you are. That's what you walked in saying. And you live. I love I actually think you're giving a Sue Sylvester just in a sunny day yellow look. You're like, come on, tell me, tell me all kinds of politically. I can't believe I
0: still look like a lesbian. You're, I thought, well, I think that you're years. still in like Glee high school. Oh, you're a bitch. Moving on. Let's- it's a dump. I'm sorry, Bosco. It's a dump. Yeah, it's a dump. I'm, for I'm happy me too. that there is a
1: reveal, and I agree that the concept was good, but the execution uh, was not
0: it on both sides. It gave me seasonal defective disorder. Speaking of dumps, we have Tempest Jour walking down the runway in this leopard moment. I can't even... I don't even want to describe this. It's just a bunch of leopard and very... She's playing up her age, you know, super old school <laughs> and whatever. But um, I think Tempest jour has a great personality and I like her. I just don't like this look. It's not... Redeemable. It doesn't have any redeeming qualities. Well,
1: I think if she was here two weeks ago, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more against all the other animal print, uh, Mm -mm. nonsense that we were forced Mm -mm. to suffer through, Mm -mm. uh, but forced to suffer through like it was fucking Guantanamo, (laughs) but I actually really enjoyed this from Tempest. I think it's exactly the sort of, uh, kitschy old school reference that she loves. It's the Norma Desmond. Um, I, I, I think i said this even last week i'm kind of tired of the i'm ready for my close-up mr demille references that they're kind of pumping them out it's so annoying um, light speed but i do think that tempest looked great here i am continually confused about how she is allegedly and probably actually a costume design professor but doesn't know her oh own my gosh that
0: makes so much sense so i didn't know this bitch was a costume design professor let me tell you something about when i went to fashion school when I was in apparel merchandising and management major, we were we had to take all these bullshit classes, which is exactly why I changed majors halfway through and I made it a minor because I had a fucking professor who literally wears Kmart clothing, <laughs> bullshit Tell me, this Midwestern nasty white bitch from God knows what butt fuck town she came into California from in her crunchy ass little nurse Nissan fucking whatever bullshit car she used to drive. Escalon. No, it was like, she was, oh my God, what the fuck was this whore's name? Johnson. As generic as the fucking bitch was, clearly. And so, I'm never gonna forget, she told a girl in class, That, I remember we were making toddler clothing for three-year-olds because they had to. Well, no, it's because we didn't have the budget for, to make adult clothes and the time to make adult clothes. So toddler clothing is a lot smaller. Oh, of course. So it helps us. Right. We weren't making it for an actual toddler, but we used, uh, their sizings and their patterns to understand how to be able to construct Mm -hmm. these things in bigger versions. And, She told a girl, they were like, we were making some shorts with an elastic waistband. And she told a girl, the girl was like, oh, and this girl was really good at sewing, okay? Okay. She was just taking the class because she had to. And she asked if she could make it for her size. And she goes, are these the measurements? I just want to make sure. And the fucking professor goes... You want to make these for yourself? That's so tacky. And then the next week in my digital illustration class, she said that my print was bad taste, very tacky. She said that the color choice was tacky and I was so fucking shook she used the word tacky she used the word tacky and wrote it on my assignment that doesn't sound very professor like nothing there was nothing there was no constructive criticism whatsoever she said that I had bad taste and it was tacky and I was like holy shit I know I'm not paying money to get told this well you could just walk down the fucking street well no and that's when I popped off on her in class and I dragged this bitch I, I bullied my a lot of the teachers if I didn't like you I didn't bully a lot of of teachers, but I did bully a handful of teachers, and they let me, and that's on you, you fucking dumb old bitch. How are you gonna tell some little fucking faggot in your fashion class, let he, let him run your fucking life? It's hilarious, but whatever, that whore. So now it makes sense that Tempest is Desjord- your... I wish she was a whore, actually. She was not whore enough.
1: She'd probably be happier if she was a whore. That's what
0: I'm saying. Oh, God. I, I know she's not listening because she would never... She does not know fun, but... She, uh, I hope I run into her one day and I let her know that the tacky bitch was her and that uh, she never wore anything nice. Like, she always looked bad. She, and that was part of the biggest problem I had with her. I'm like, how are you going to let me outdress you every time, girl? I'll mug you, hair you, dress you. It's just, I couldn't respect her teaching me about fashion. And I said, okay, if she's going to teach me about technical construction and technical illustration, That's one thing. But for you to criticize my taste, bitch, I don't know what century you're living in, but that dumb Midwestern hoe. Anyways, Tempest short now it makes sense because costume teachers and design teachers a lot of the time look bad. In my experience, there was only two professors that I had in fashion school that actually looked fashionable and actually looked polished and good. And stylish. Every other person was worth worthless. 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 They all look awful. Horrible, always.
1: Well, they're never contemporary because if they were teaching, then they're, you know, probably not as well-versed in whatever the current
0: trends are. Mama, one of the other teachers was in Fendi heels, was fucking wearing cool ass... The other one would wear cool crop tops, really dope corsets. They'd have, like, they'd have fun... They were at least stylish... The other professors just didn't give a fuck. What the fuck were they going to teach me about fashion? And when I realized that, I said, not these hoes trying to tell me what the fuck's right from wrong in terms of fashion. So that's when I switched to the College of Business, and then it was just way better for me.
1: And then the money flowed from there, girl. It did. It really did. I'm so excited by the idea of you getting up on a random ass Wednesday in October and deciding, I'm about to stunt <laughs> during midterm these, week. I'm about to stunt on these bitch ass teachers who don't know what they're doing. And you put on your latest, um uh, <laughs> like ill fitting oh, jacket. Mama, no, no, and no, no, no. What's ill fitting?
0: Whore, fuck you. First of all, you would know about ill fitting, wouldn't you? I've well, um, I got ill fitting in the opposite direction. Well, what I did do, I you know, I don't know what inspired me when I went to Cal Poly. I. Did look really polished and good every day. I it was actually,
1: youth. You were, you were feeling fresh and you were ready to fucking show everyone but, that you were,
0: could serve it. No, but I really did. I looked really good. Like I looked like I wanted to be there, which was funny because clearly I didn't. I would walk in 30 minutes late every day to school, but I always walked in serving. And that's, that's early for you. The prof- it is. And the professors always respected me for it for the most part. Most they of the They respected you for coming in late. They res. well, they didn't doc points (laughs) down no they they weren't mad at me for being late because at least i showed up looking good well
1: you paid your bill either way it sounds like you went to a college where it just really didn't matter what you did or how you did it just as long as your bills were paid and we're gonna tell you that you had bad taste while
0: you you know submit well that dumb whore that that was the fashion school bitch that would tell me that but anyways next we have James Mansfield giving us this super cute hot pink silky situation. I actually really like this look. I don't know why she has curtains dangling off of her already floppy arms, but I do think she looks super cute. I loved it. I loved the hair and I love this color on her. Her fu- her figure looks great. I liked it.
1: It's good to see James be happy because mm-hmm. so much of her is sort of wrapped up in this uh like scared child who Mm -hmm. maybe is not ready to talk to the adults Mm -hmm. quite yet. Um, I, you know, I think we've all had shy little cousins who are clearly, you know, needed to need to be pulled out of the corner. And James has always felt like that character to me and still served it today or rather in this episode. Uh, but I mean, she's giving us a 1960s reference. Uh, I think that it pulls something of a sort from I dream of Jeannie. Um, I would not say that her arms are
0: particularly flappy. I don't know why you're
1: coming for that
0: out of everything. Um oh, but I wasn't coming for it. I was just saying I don't know why, like the curtains are a little random, but I do I, I do appreciate them. It's an aesthetic of the time. Yeah.
1: Because she's clearly doing a period piece. Uh, with a, a wig that I'm sure she constructed herself because she has a pretty lucrative uh, wig business and a lot of people trust her to manage their fake hair.
0: She's talented.
1: So, uh, I, I think that this is the happiest I've seen James Mansfield in quite a while and I'm happy to see her happy, but the fashion
0: itself is, it's standard, it's average, it's exactly what I would expect from her. Right. Next, we have the Mackie doll herself, Kamora Hall, in a 2001 vintage original Mackie. This is, like, a chartreuse green. No, that's not chartreuse. No, it's... This is, like, a grape leaf green.
1: I don't think anyone's ever made the barf color look so beautiful. Yeah, she, I mean,
0: girl, let's just... I mean, the veil, the... The everything, the veil, the hair, her face, of course, is gorgeous, of course. Yeah. And this fucking dress, the color on her skin, exceptional. I mean, I don't expect anything less from her. I think it's pretty simple for her, and it's so exquisite. I love how she can wear women's ready-to-wear and make it look so elevated and in drag. Yeah, talk about saving the best for
1: last mm-hmm. this week. Um it only really matches the spring prompt because it was from Bob Mackie's last collection, which allegedly came out and it came out in like the spring summer of uh, 2001. That Kimura called vintage, which it <laughs> is
0: considered vintage. That is, is considered it? vintage. It's more than 20 years. That's called vintage.
1: It's b- barely more than 20 years. Like by it's a, still a, two a whisper. Old. Do you remember when the millennium turned? Do you remember uh, 1989 into t- 2000? And no, I'm not asking about Y2K. I'm just asking about it in general.
0: The only thing I remember is that my little cousin was born in the year 2000. And I was like, whoa, that's, you're different.
1: You were gagged.
0: And I was you're, like d- seven years you, old. You
1: saw the birth of Gen Z and thought, <laughs> oh my God, something's happening here. No, no honestly,
0: I was like, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to appreciate this next generation.
1: That early? You clocked it in uh, in January of 2000?
0: When my aunt was bathing my little cousin in a sink, I remember looking at her and being like, whoa, this is the first baby I'm going to get to see grow up into an adult, hopefully, which I have. And she's one of my favorite cousins. She's like a little sister to me. She's so fucking beautiful. But, yeah, I don't really care for Gen Z's attitude. They're really fucking weird in not a good way. They're just like... It's like they all have weird social anxiety. I think that... And they don't know how to function around it. I
1: feel like they do have it. I think that they just think they're special because they have it. Whereas everyone, every generation has it. And uh, I think that the bit of growing up on the internet... Millennials did it too, especially millennials of our age. um, Is that they think that every little bit of... um, I don't know, struggle or issue or uncomfortability immediately needs to be diagnosed and kind of put into a box about like how this is a struggle for me and you need to respect every component and bit about how I feel and what I do and all of that. And it's, It's sort of difficult sometimes to roll with the punches when you're taking everything so deeply personally.
0: The only thing I can appreciate about Gen Z, but this comes with the territory, this comes with every generation, is obviously there's going to be progress, right? And Mm -hmm. so in terms of how comfortable they are with being open and accepting of non-traditional things, you know, but I did hear this podcast the other day that was saying like, oh my God, my son was getting bullied for not being gay. He was being bullied for being a straight white guy. And I said, thank Maddie God Orpheus we're here. his mom clocked in. <laughs> but I'm just like, thank God we're here in society. And even this last week, I was with a bunch of hetero males on set. Um, and I was just like, God, you're such a fucking cishet white man. Like, you are a little frustrating to work with when it comes to certain communication. You are so painfully straight and white and man and cis and and they're like what you're like criticizing me for being that and i'm like bitch yes and i will fucking bully you for being that because you are my least favorite type of person that exists on this planet and i don't have to uh you know what i am uh, right off the bat if you're a cis het white male i am gonna think twice about you not that i hate all of them obviously one of my best friends is that but at the same time i'm on instantly I'm like on defense with you I don't fucking trust you especially your taste in anything um, and that's what the argument was over I'm like god I hate that I have to like speak cis white male sometimes we have should have like, a straight cis white male on the next podcast and see what they have to say yeah and see how like they think of this well s- touching on that he did watch UK versus the world with me and he loved it well, he loves watching love drag it? with me. He does love watching drag with me. But there are certain things that I'm just like, oh my God, you're so... He probably wouldn't have now. like 10 years
1: ago, back when it was an actual underground queer show. Right. Even
0: before people use queer
1: quite as commonly
0: as they use it now. Yeah. Back then, gay just meant the whole rainbow, but What would change. you consider queer underground TV now? These days? Yeah. Um... For me, it's La Más on YouTube. That's why it's probably my That's favorite sure. drag show. It really helps that it's obviously not really in English, so it keeps uh, the
1: American audience Thank mostly God. out um, and therefore gets to maintain its authenticity. Yeah.
0: How do you feel about, you know, the Drag Race franchise trying to take over Mexico? And there's beef between La Mazdraga and the Drag Race. Well, Drag Race trying to make Drag Race Mexico. Yeah,
1: no, call me nasty, but I will watch uh, Drag Race Mexico if it premieres. And I'll probably be really excited to do so.
0: I will watch it if they... uh allow La Mas Draga participants oh, on definitely. it. Oh, definitely, yeah. But I don't know if they will because they've already appeared in a drag competition Well, that would show. be stupid
1: and they'd be shooting themselves in the foot because so many of those contestants have already proven that they're
0: oh, God. You know, like, camera ready and fucking capable and mm-hmm. creative and innovative. When like, I tell you they're drag shits on American drag, they're drag shits on American drag. La Mas Draga... Has incredible. I mean, because Mexico takes beauty pageants very, sim- very seriously, very, very seriously, and I mean, this pageant is beautiful because every single challenge and theme always has to deal with a historical reference in Mexico and the culture there is just so rich and there's so much to pull from. It's wild to see like how Drag Race Thailand it makes sense why that was like the first Mm spinoff on the franchise because they also have a rich long culture and then it's like American culture is so absent and it's always like black people are the probably the biggest contributors of American culture. They, They, I mean Everything comes from black creativity, really. And then I would say from brown, brown people, um, following that. And I obviously California being Mexico at one point and us being next to Latin America, that helps a lot. But that's why I think being Mexican American is just like the best thing ever. I think it's the tits. Yeah.
1: Honestly. But, uh, that's why I get to maybe enjoy bits of La Mascaraga and hopefully Drag Race Mexico if it happens. I can enjoy both as long as Exactly as you say, the exclusivity between franchises doesn't exist. Yeah, because that would not be fun. It's it's. I'm happy that Dragulus started some tiny bit of a crossover. Mm-hmm. They chose mm-hmm. one of my least favorite queens ever to do it, Ooh. but I could not stand Jay Julie. Oh yeah, she wasn't good. I can't stand it Jay Lee in all in season five, and I couldn't stand Jay Julie in a season She's four. a staple in season five, though. No. <laughs> no. She gave us some fun moments. She gave us some moments that had to practically be like stretched out of her and only, she would not have had a moment if Alyssa and Coco weren't feuding. Jade would have just sat in the background and maybe, maybe, maybe we have would have gotten her insufferable laugh, like, a couple of
0: times through the edit. Oh, God. I, I don't know. It's season five. Just everything about it was exceptional. It's popping. It's Honestly, such a good season. It's just
1: foolishness. Um, will
0: season 14 reach up to that, do you think? Absolutely not. Damn. Absolutely not. I think season five is probably my favorite season of all time. Even better, oh, actually, I don't think you
1: love, live for season three the way I do. I
0: live for season three.
1: I live for three and two. Two and three are my favorites, and eight. I can't decide between two, three, and eight.
0: They're all so fucking. For me, good. it's like maybe five, six, and seven. All I mean, gr- well, not seven is a favorite 7 because season. of the cast. It's seven because of the cast. Just because you like to see them.
1: Because certainly you didn't like the things yeah, that they were doing. True. Because those challenges
0: were yeah. busted. Yeah, it it definitely yeah, it wasn't fair. But like, think about it. Season seven had such a strong cast. Yeah, no, a bunch of great girls and uh, Candy Ho. Apparently, if this episode still believed. <laughs> but <sighs> that was I don't funny.
1: know. What are we gonna do? I. I mean, those seasons are obviously long past us, and we're in the mainstream era. And so many of the OG girls who did drag before there was the promise of being featured on a television show have kind of been filtered out of the uh, casting pool by this point. So we're just going to get a continual resurgence of the girls who you know, we're watching this in junior high and high school and maybe even earlier. Drag race boomers. Drag race, like those who were raised on drag race and couldn't wait to be on drag race. And that's why they love drag in some, for some of them, not all of them, obviously. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy Orion's story left, and bitch, did Georges give us a show? Yeah, no, Georges, uh,
1: I think, was holding back a bit, but I think that's to her benefit. That's what I was going to say. She didn't give it all away. Yeah, which I was really concerned Very about smart. after her first talent show being a lip sync number uh, was so strange to me, because I'm like, girl, if you know this is your one talent, and you know that you're not right. really uh, particularly funny, or an actor, or I don't know a designer, we haven't... I, didn't, I don't remember, actually, what her ball look was. Um, oh, was I, I didn't like Rican it. Yeah, I remember that. I did kinda. not like it. Um, at least thus far, she hasn't really shown anything but the fact that she's a throwdown Thursday night lip-sync
0: assassin. So why would she reveal all of her tricks this early? Right. Smart girl, smart girl for not letting it all out. And bitch, that reveal, mama. Oh, you lived? I mean, it was great. For the number. She just and she took looked, it off. She looked great, but though.
1: You lost your voice saying that you're she so great. stunned.
0: She looked great. I thought she looked so good. And, Robert, it's funny because I just love to see you try.
1: I can take a dress off and reveal a bodysuit underneath. I think and it's quite good And look that simple. good
0: and look that polished. Mm. First off, we already know your mug looks like a brick with paint on it. It does. It's sad. And, yeah, so let's not forget.
1: It is what it is. I, I got what uh, my parents gave me, really. A handsome face. Yeah, and it works in 99% uh, of the situations.
0: I mean, I think, think Rosé has a handsome face, and Rosé can paint it very softly sometimes, sometimes. I
1: think Rosé has the face of someone who was told they were handsome all their life, and <gasps> it just kind of oh! morphed into a face that maybe had the smugness that could convince other people that she was handsome. I just don't—I I, I only see Rosé as someone who wants to be better and look better than other people. She
0: has pretty eyes, pretty lashes, pretty brows, All a really European nice jawline. Beauty standards, though. I mean, I don't think full bushy brows are U- European-centric beauty. Because I think, like, heavy brows, like, really nice brows come mainly from the Middle East. I think they have, like, the best, best hair. Do my brows and Indian come from people the Middle have, East? No, they come from indigenous, gorgeous... Thank God for that. Yes, Mexicans. But, um, I mean, again, you have really nice like indigenous thick dark hair yeah
1: and uh unfortunately it's not easily blocked and i will not be shaving my
0: eyebrows any soon but that's what's impressive about rosé's brows is that they're like super coarse and like i don't know how the bitch is able to block them so good well she
1: normally sometimes
0: is the key there
1: because not every time but i'm not withdrawing points from that i'm usually withdrawing points from the fact that she wore bosco's pre-reveal look seemingly every week on the runway (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um. well enough on hating on (laughs) rosé you're right that was last year but we didn't
1: get to review last year so i need to get some of it out now
0: (gasps) yes we do well thank you all so much for listening on today's episode of bring it to the runway stay tuned for next week i'm so excited to share more with you all also make sure you're listening to uk versus the world because i think i'm it's kind of like taking my focus away from season 14 a little bit. It is. And it was the same thing that UK season 2
1: did to season 13. And I think Mm -hmm. it might instigate the third world war. Like, but this time uh, the UK and the US won't be allies. It's Revolutionary War Part 2. Save
0: the Drag Race. I hope Drag Race UK and Drag Race Mexico team up and they're like fucking up Drag Race Race US and Thailand. What a a strange combination.
1: Um, What would Drag Race France do? But who cares? Anyways, Ew, fuck Drag
0: Race France. You
1: don't even have even seen it yet.
0: I don't care. Or I know I'm not going to live for it. I feel like I'm not going to live for it. I'm going to eat Drag Race Philippines. Philippines, bitch, first off. The Latinos of Asia. Girl, they are so beautiful. They're oh. Filipino women are some of the most beautiful faces. I mean, they're just so stunning i'm scared to watch it actually i think it's i
1: think it's gonna really emphasize how much other drag franchises have been dragging behind i
0: want like a middle eastern drag race i would franchise. live but i don't know or what drag race would india. allow that on their TV. i know that's what's sad
1: india would be so fucking good Ugh. Uh,
0: yeah all right everyone well thank you all so much for listening follow us at hella underscore christian on instagram and rob for 54 on instagram and twitter okay this is how i know robert's not a pro uh uh sharing his handles because his handle is at r-a-w oh yeah 54 i do that every time i just think
1: that maybe everyone who's listening gets it already well what about someone who's
0: listening for the first time all today? right hello
1: new vi- listener visitor person we love to have you here come in for the next episode r-a-w-b-5-4 uh if you don't know what 54 is 5 4 and you know send me a DM and as I said last time like my picture from 2018 the girls
0: love it everyone put pressure on Robert to post something new on his Instagram feed because it's giving spam and I'm tired of it
1: I'm tired of you saying that it's giving spam you saying it's giving spam is giving me spam
0: Okay, I'm. I'm. Okay, you're that bitch who keeps calling me about
1: my fucking student loan, telling me that I qualify for some sort of, uh, I don't know. Like, did you go through with it? Grace. The, no, I'm dude, not an oh idiot. Oh made me do it. Who I did. made you do
0: it? The bitch. She's like, we're Biden administration is like doing this thing. We're consolidating student loan. It's all going through Naviant now, and I did it. Naviant. That's the name, Naviant. I I love that. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, honestly, we got to sign off. It's been like the fourth time we've tried to sign off at this point. Guys, bye, everyone.
0: Deuces.